0: That's the time of the week where we welcome the Hall of Famer, the legendary voice of the Phoenix Suns, Al McCoy, to the program. It's called Al About the Suns, and it happens now as Al joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Al. How are you?
1: Well, good morning. Good morning. Nice to be with you again, guys. Uh,
0: Always good to have you. Are you still glowing from your return to the television airwaves last night, Al?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, it was kind of funny because uh, as uh, many of the followers of the Suns know that in the early days, I did both television mm-hmm. and radio because we simulcast, and probably for 35 years... Uh I was just as well-known on TV as radio, and then we decided not to simulcast any longer. So I guess they thought because of the background, it might be fun to have me uh, work both for a while, and that's what happened last night, and it was fun.
0: Yeah, that's what I grew up on, Al. So I uh, obviously was at the game sitting right in front of you last night. I can't wait to go back and watch it on my uh, DVR to see, uh, see how it went.
1: Yeah, you know, it was fun. It went good and of course uh, Eddie Johnson alongside and uh, when Eddie retired as a player he wanted to get into broadcasting and he came to me we talked about it and he worked with me for several years and so I'm so proud of Eddie, what he's been able to accomplish since then no question about it. Yeah,
2: and I I love that part of your interaction, Al and and I heard from a lot of Suns fans who just loved hearing you on the TV broadcast I just had to ask myself, why hasn't this been happening on a game-by-game basis for the last 10 years? (laughs) All right, but I digress. (laughs) When you told the anecdote about Eddie Johnson, I thought that was great. When, When he wanted to get into broadcasting, what advice did you give him? Because he's clearly turned into one of the best former players-turned-broadcasters that the NBA has seen?
1: Well, I told him uh, just to learn, uh, to observe, uh, to listen to other analysts, uh, how they approach the the game. And, uh, you know, he... he kids me many times because I told him I would let him know when he could talk, and so I would give him the finger when he came in. And Eddie loves to tell the stories, he and he worked with me for years, and I still gave him the finger. You yeah. <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> Al McCoy, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Suns get a win last night against a very marginalized San Antonio team, but they handled their business. And finally, 79 games into the season, we have some clarity on what their, uh, their spot in the uh, postseason will be. They'll be the fourth seed. Uh, what did you take from, from, from last night's game, Al?
1: Well, I really like the way they played. I like the way they approached the game. Uh, they came out, they controlled the tempo, they moved the basketball, and uh, they were able to show what they can do offensively if you're going to concentrate on certain players. Uh, we didn't have uh, one individual with 40 or 50 points last night. We had six players in double figures. So, I like the way they started things offensively, and certainly uh, I like the way that uh, Devin Booker was able to push the ball when he was handling it, and we have to talk about CP3. Uh, I got a kick out of him particularly because a few games ago uh, we had had him on our post-game radio show, and I was kidding him about the fact that everyone was saying he had to score more, and, uh, you know, he always has an answer, and he said, hey, The reason I'm not scoring is all those other guys are scoring. I can score the basketball, Uh and he certainly showed that last night when uh, the defense uh, wanted to concentrate on Booker and on KD, who was putting the shots up to start the game was Chris Paul. That's the weapon that the Suns have now. If you're going to double somebody... You're going to pay the price if you're going against the Suns, and they showed every every effort in that direction last night.
2: Yeah, everything you say is so true. There's so many good things to vibe on with what Kevin Durant has done for this entire group. Uh, we're also looking at what might be a really challenging first-round series, maybe the Lakers, maybe the Warriors. What do you think about that? Do you have a preference, Al? Well, I never like to play the Lakers
1: for many reasons. Uh, you, know, you know why? Because uh, let's face it, the NBA wants the Lakers to do well. Uh, the TV networks want the Lakers in there. And sometimes the officials get a little bit overwhelmed with the challenge. So uh, I'd rather not see them go against the Lakers. Other than that, I really don't think it makes any difference. You know, you get the playoff time, you just have to win. And that's the bottom line. And I think, as we saw last night, with six Suns in in double figures, uh, with the defense stepping up when they had to, uh, I think we've given everybody indication that this club is ready for the playoffs now. And I thought your comment, Mick, was right on. If the Suns can get by this opening round and do it effectively, impressively, Uh, I think they're going to be in real good shape.
0: Al McCoy, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. I want to piggyback on what you said about uh, Chris Paul and his performance last night. And I'll go back to what Chris said on his post-game TV interview Sunday against Oklahoma City, Al, when he said he was mad at himself for passing up a lot of open threes in that game. We didn't see that. He was very definitive. When he caught the ball, he shot the ball, and he made three pointers early last night. And I love to see that from CP3. But I have seen I'm wondering if you've seen the same thing recently. A number of other Suns players, and we don't need to single anybody out, but it seems like there are possessions where a lot of open shots are passed up and they're maybe too unselfish. Have you seen that at times? And how much well, of, does th- that concern no, you?
1: No, I, th- I, I think that's a good point. I think that happens when you know you have – guys that are so adept at scoring the ball that maybe you're going to give it up a little too much. But that's another thing I like last night. Tory Craig came in, yes. double figures, both scoring and rebounding, and really made a contribution. Uh, Ten points off for Biombo. He was in double figure scoring again. Uh, so I, I think that's starting to go away a little bit uh, because we've seen other players step up, be in double figure scoring-wise. And obviously, uh, you're going to need that help playoff time no you know, question about yeah
2: you know it, it's funny because Kevin Durant has has had such a legacy and he's been such a talking point for NBA hot take people and all that well, you heard all these reports about drama and moodiness and surliness the Kevin Durant who's shown up in Phoenix has been none of that he's been warm and friendly and honest and 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 caring and he shared the basketball what do you make of what you've seen from Kevin Durant firsthand so far
1: well, I think you are absolutely correct, and I think we have to go back to his early days in Oklahoma City. Uh, he was a favorite in Oklahoma City just for a lot of those reasons, because he was just kind of an average down-to-earth guy and got along great with fans, and that's what they really miss about him, and they're upset he's not there any longer, and I can't blame them for that. Uh, but, you know, you get reputations from who? The media? Well, I hate to bring that up to you two guys, but sometimes that does take place. You're the uh, but you're right. Uh, he certainly has given any indication that that is the type of pass that he brings to the Suns because he's been uh, just terrific, and, and maybe this is opening a new door for him in his career. We'll see.
2: All right, finally, I just want to say, unlike Vinny and me, you still look great on television, man. We, too, we've got faces for radio, brother. But you did great last night, Al.
1: Okay. We'll see. Well, you, well. listen, yeah. it, it was fun, and uh, looking forward to uh, these final games and the playoffs, it's a great time of the year. And no matter how long you've been around the NBA, the playoffs are still something extra special.
0: Yes, they are. Al, can't wait for them to start. We'll uh, talk to you next Tuesday, or Wednesday.